Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word podcast. We are in the Gospel of Mark. We're up to the seventh chapter now. In the previous episode, we saw how Jesus had come into uh, a community and the people recognized who he was. And that folks from all over the country, it's described that way, all over the country. I think we would say in our vernacular of the day, from all over the countryside, everybody from within the region heard about it and they loaded up those who were sick. And I mean people who were grievously sick, ones that were on pallets. And they brought the people who were sick to where they heard that Jesus was. <laughs> that, that phrase is so, so important in my mind. Uh, maybe it's just struck me, okay? <laughs> but they took people to where they heard that Jesus was. And that's what needs to be happening, is that people need to hear where Jesus is. They will respond and go to where Jesus is. They will not respond and go to where there's religious activity. They will not go to where there's just a fun little party or a little gathering or some sweet people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No, no, no. They will go where Jesus is. Well, what is it that uh, they find when they go to where Jesus is? Well, with Jesus, they found two things. They found him teaching, teaching and proclaiming the kingdom of God, okay? presenting the truths of the kingdom of God. Then the second thing, they found power. They found Jesus healing people. They found Jesus casting out demons. And this is what they were searching for with those that were sick. They took them to where they could find healing. Is that what we see in the body of Christ today? Well, for the most part, no. Not at all. Now watch what happens here at the beginning of verse, I mean, chapter 7, verse 1. It says this, The Pharisees... And some of the scribes gathered around him when they had come from Jerusalem. So let me just stop right here in the middle of the sentence at the end of this first verse. Do you see what's going on here? You have the Pharisees and some of the scribes. So you got these religious rulers. And they had come from Jerusalem. And they gathered around him. They had come to check Jesus out. There were some of the religious rulers that this is what they did. This is what their assignment was. That if there was a teacher, if there's someone that people were saying, oh, this is a prophet, then they would go forth and they would listen to the individual. They would examine him. They would gather around him to find out if he was truly worthy of being a prophet or worthy of being a teacher. You can imagine how that goes down. It's sort of interesting later on. So they come, and they gather around him, and they come from Jerusalem. So this is no small journey. They, they put forth some effort here. Next verse, verse 2. And had seen that some of his disciples were eating their bread with impure hands, that is, unwashed. <clears throat> this is what religionists do. Okay? A religionist will sit there and will experience the move of God. Okay, they will see people being healed. They will see people being saved. They will see people being set free and at liberty from sin and demonic oppression. And yet they will not say anything about that and will not give heed to it, will not pay attention to that. But if they see somebody breaking what they perceive to be an unbreakable rule, eating the bread with impure hands, 
then they'll go all ballistic over that. So here they come. They're, they're observing Jesus. They're gathered around him. And what's the first thing they point out? And has seen some of his disciples were eating the bread with impure hands. That is unwashed. And you say, well, we don't do anything like that today. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Someone will get saved and have their lives totally transformed. And yet, you know what? Their language may still be a little salty. Okay? Because they just don't know. They don't know that, you know, your tongue is going to be purified right here. And a lot of times, I mean, in every generation is like this. There's words that are used right now in the vernacular of the day. I mean, I hear it from the pulpit now. There's words that are used, which when I was uh, being raised, you would never have said. They were con considered to be uh, unworthy language, shall we say. Okay? So that's nothing new. But, and also the idea of pointing to this and saying, well, this, there's something wrong with this, something wrong with this. Now watch what happens here. In Mark chapter 7, verses 3 and 4, they are in a parenthesis. Okay, in a parenthesis. So this is a parenthetical statement. So what's going on here? Mark is writing, and he's bringing the account. And he's saying, hey, some Pharisees and scribes have gathered around Jesus, and these dudes are from Jerusalem. And they had seen that Jesus' disciples were eating their bread with impure hands, that is, unwashed. And then he gives this parenthetical sentence. Listen to this. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they carefully wash their hands, thus observing the traditions of the elders. And when they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they cleanse themselves. And there are many other things which they have received in order to observe, such as washing of cups and pitchers and copper pots. <laughs> okay, that's the end of it. You go, well, what is that all about? You have this little parenthetical sentence right here, this verses 3 and 4. Well, this actually gives us a lot of insight into stuff. It shows us that Mark is writing to a group of people who are believers. Okay, he's bringing the gospel. He's presenting what they believe. But he's also writing to people who are not saved, but they're people that have a Gentile background. They don't know the Jewish traditions. They don't know why the disciples... Oh, I mean, why the uh, scribes and the Pharisees would have been so put out because the disciples hadn't washed their hands the right way before they ate. They would have gone, what is that all about? And Mark is explaining that. And so that's what's uh, often referred to as internal evidence of how we know some things about maybe who a, an author is writing to. When he's having to explain this type of thing right here, that means that there's a lot of Gentiles reading this. And aren't you glad because most of us are Gentiles, you know? And unless you go and, and read the Old Testament and see what the law says about such, you're not going to know this. But he explains it. He said, here's what it is. The Pharisees and the Jews, they don't eat unless they carefully wash their hands. Okay, they wash their hands, and it says here, according and observing the traditions of the elders. The traditions of the elders went way beyond what the Word of God told them. Man does that. Man will take what the Word of God says, and then we'll sit, the Word of God will have one statement. Okay, uh, Remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. Okay, Just one thing in the law, in the Ten Commandments. Well, then they'll come up with dozens and dozens and dozens of interpretations of that and how you do that. So that means in today's world, you can't flip a light switch on the Sabbath day. That's true of Judaism right now. You can't flip a light switch, turn it on, turn it off, because that's considered to be work. That are, that's the type of thing that is the tradition of the elders. And then he gives an example of that. He says, you know, when they come from the marketplace, in other words, they go to the grocery store. He says, they don't 
eat unless they cleanse themselves. In other words, they have to wash themselves a certain kind of way lest they had picked up something from the marketplace. Now, folks, there's nothing wrong with washing your hands. We all get that, okay? But this right here is, was a religious ritual type of thing. And it had gotten to the point where uh, it so separated people that they were having a fit over here that Jesus' disciples were not washing their hands. That's the whole backup of this thing. And then Mark throws some more details in it. He says, you know what? There's a bunch of other things like this that they'd receive. Like you have to wash your cups a certain kind of way and your pitchers and your copper pots. In other words, there's all these rules and these regulations that these Pharisees and these scribes have, and they were coming and they were going to begin to use these against Jesus. Hmm, I wonder how it's going to work. Well, don't worry. We're not going to have to wonder because we're going to see very soon. Oh, well, my time's up. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.